It's June 27th, and this is episode 6 of Misinformed Nation. Coming at you from all the way across the pond, it's the King of Kent himself, Gwyff, from AI.Cooking. That's right, I'm with you, baby. We got a first-time new participant playing with us today, trying not to sweat his ass off at 7.30 in the morning. It's Sir Bemrose from Grumpy Old Ben's. Hello, hello. I'm, uh, I'm, I'm doing what they say and sweltering in place right now. <laughs> and slamming coins into the heart machine like I just can't stop. This is Booberry, Mothman of the Miniocalypse. And I do behind the schemes with the lavish. You totally stole that that slamming coins line. I love it. I know. <laughs> yeah, I, I don't, ha- I don't have a troll room to to pull witty lines from. You know, <laughs> well, the troll rooms up. They're just not listening to us right <laughs> yeah. now. We can dream, guys. We can dream. You, you want to go ahead and kick that stream on and see what happens? Yeah. <laughs> if only there was someone that could uh, fi- fix fix that for us. I wonder who well, I, curates I, the yeah, stream. I could, <laughs> yeah, I could, I could just rebroadcast this to the stream. I could totally nick the rat Darren, who I think is doing the pre-show right now. <laughs> I don't think the the, the the troll room would be very impressed with that because Darren O'Neill rocks. He rocks like yeah, a they, rocks. They seem to like him there. I don't know that I'd be quite as popular if I started booting him. And he, Darren has a back channel to me that we use for Grumpy Old Ben's and for running the stream during the No Agenda shows. And whenever he gets cranky with me, I I hear about it. So uh, I would. Anyway, enough about that. We can we can get into the the minutia of running the stream later. I heard we got a show to do. We do have a, tease, a show to is do. It? That was a tease, guys. That's how you do a tease. <laughs> uh, I will say uh, that this is a project that I hope uh, people get into and they get interested and they want to come along and, and have a good time. Uh, so, with that being said, the idea is to make this a sort of open platform where if you got a mic and you got a way to connect to the internet, connect to these calls, um, hit myself up, hit Gwiff up, hit Sir Spencer up, meet us. Um, we're all on Mastodon, um, and reach out uh, if you if you want to if you want to get in. Um, I'll be there. Reach out. I'll be there. Temptation for you. Yeah, and that's uh, at Gwiff, uh, G-W-F-F. Uh, I'm at Booberry, Mothman at No Agenda Social. Um, yeah, come along. Come hang out. It's a good time. We all know where Sir Bemrose is, let's face it. <laughs> it it's, it's Sir Bemrose at the same place, but I wasn't sure if you were going to introduce me or not. Well, it's fine. I'm, I'm pretty antisocial. Nobody likes me. I, oh. You know, I didn't want to I didn't want to lump uh, lump that on you. Yeah, I'm sure you have enough uh, enough uh, of your time filled with uh, dealing with um, your Bitcoin haters. Oh, not nearly enough. <laughs> well, oh, I'm gonna, are, there, are there Bitcoin haters? Do they exist? I've never met one. I I think there's haters of bit uh, of there, grumpy old Ben's coverage of Bitcoin. Yeah, there's there's not uh, they they <sighs> they're not they're not Bitcoin haters. They are. Uh, People who are extremely enthusiastic about Bitcoin and uh, don't always like when people criticize it. Oh, no. So you're telling me that on a tech podcast about people being grumpy about tech, they're they're now grumpy at the grumpy people. Wow. There's a a story for you. Very meta. Yeah, and you guys have got uh, episode 200 coming up here pretty soon. That's super exciting. Uh, Like a few months away, but yeah. Yeah, I think we just I mean, did. What did we just do? We did 171 just uh, two days ago. Yeah, so 172 is coming up tomorrow. 
200 a hog story soon as well. I know. It's exciting. Yeah. It's very we're, we're all getting really sort of going, aren't we? We're like, yeah, getting a little jog on like phone boy. Any uh, sandals. I'm going to, I am not wearing sandals because I am barefoot today, but I'm going to go ahead and get us kicked off with, uh, I'm going to start with the off stream show. And Ooh, this guy, excellent. this guy has been around in my purview for a long while. Uh, I think he's incredibly thorough. He can be a little on the dry side at times, but uh, he's got all of his information backed up. He's got some of the most impressive show notes I've ever seen. So he was definitely an inspiration for uh, oh, for the way I and, organization show notes. And coming from No Agenda, we we've seen some pretty impressive show notes. Yeah, way to set the bar. Yeah, and. and he, the best part is, is that all of these show notes are open access. So they, not him, uh, John and Adam, they encourage people to go out, search out these show notes, um, yeah. see, see, listen, they watch the stuff they're talking about. Resource for your interactions with the real people in real life, not on the internet. Great resource. You can pull them up and say, look, look at that. What do you think about that? I can hardly handle the suspense. Who is it? It's James Corbett of the Corbett Report of. CorvetReport.com. Okay. Yeah, familiar. Deus Ex Machina, or God from the Machine, refers to a plot device whereby the hero of a story is saved from some terrible fate by the sudden intervention of a god. The term comes from ancient Greek drama, where the god would literally be brought onto the stage using a machine like a crane or a riser. The convention of a god appearing on stage to save the main character was popularized by Euripides over 2,500 years ago and it has continued to pop up throughout the centuries, even in Shakespeare, who has Hymen, the Greek god of marriage ceremonies, appear at the end of As You Like It to marry the play's heroes and make conclusion of these most strange events. The plot device is still used to this day. Now, instead of a god intervening to save the day, some miraculous event, object, character, or ability appears from nowhere to save the day. Think of the deadly, unstoppable Martians in Wells's War of the Worlds, for example, felled not by the combined artillery of the world's militaries, but by ordinary bacteria. Or think of the T-Rex at the end of Jurassic Park, appearing out of nowhere to save the heroes from the Velociraptors. These are not just stories we tell ourselves. These are reflections of our thoughts about the world. They reveal our desires and beliefs, and they set up expectations for how the world really works. In the end, Something will appear out of nowhere to help the good guys win and vanquish the bad guys once and for all. That's how it always works, right? Sure, Jan. Two and a half thousand years ago, that something was a god. But in the modern world, we're too sophisticated to believe that a god will swoop in and save the day. <laughs> no, today, the deus ex machina isn't a god. More often than not, it's a politician. Ugh. <sighs> I like Corbett, uh, Corbett Report a lot. This episode's a little on the produced side, but it's also uh, one of the video episodes that he does. Most, if not everything that he releases, there's video and audio. So it's a lot like OBDM in that capacity. Is he still on YouTube? Has he been booted off there yet? Or? I've, I don't know. Uh, <laughs> mostly mostly at this point, point I just yeah. use YouTube to find funny short videos yeah. for our intermission. Very memeable stuff. <laughs> I don't it's go to resource. YouTube for anything real anymore. <laughs> it is a good place. You have to get to, when you go to YouTube, you have to get videos of less than about five, 10 seconds. Cause that's the only way that you're going to get something without ads in it these days. No doubt. We should just, we should just call it new pipe from now on. 
and just all use that. Well, that actually is how I watch YouTube because I, yeah, I, I block I block it on my browser because I can't handle the, anything about you know anybody Ugh. who watches my show Grumpy Old Ben's knows that I'm I'm a bit of a luddite when it comes to uh, new apps and technology. Wait, but watches. new pipe will get my thumbs up. The, uh, is your show is is it video? I didn't know it was video. No, we're you can get we're a hogstory slash stream <laughs> <laughs> stream slash uh, live shot. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> it's like one little specific URL somewhere. <laughs> yeah, I'd like that. I like that idea of like adding features but hiding them. Um, I was always very interested in sort of marketing campaigns of. Dark Knight and uh, Donnie Darko and they were really subversive and just kind of um, getting in in there under the surface before releasing the the information of what what it is about so yeah but but drawing it back to the the old Corbett report I think that um, it's a it's a really good another tribe that's sort of swimming around probably quite healthy I think it's quite old is it how, how long's Corbett been doing Corbin Corbettism uh, uh, funny enough this is episode 404. Oh, so oh, you you had trouble finding it then. <laughs> um, I, I this is something I didn't find out until recently. I had went and this is a show that's really good for needle dropping. So if you want to find a specific topic, he's got plenty of stuff that sort of deals with the conspiracy culture and whatnot. But I was going back for a lot of uh, Aldous Huxley stuff when we were doing the. Uh, X Club and Nature Magazine uh, back on our show. And I didn't know this, but he used to work for InfoWars, which I thought was pretty cool. Ah, as it is now, he is, uh, as far as I know, an expat living in Japan and has lived in Japan for a long while now. Uh, So it's kind of cool that if you go even further halfway across the world from yourself, there's more people saying the same sort of shit. <laughs> Japan what? Yeah, I you know if uh, if Japan what had been on this uh, been one of the stream shows that would have been my two side by side. So this is actually carryover from last week. Yeah, um, it's a two parter. My last point about that specific clip, I didn't catch this until uh, I was reading through the transcript, which again shows up on his website at corporatereport.com. Um, there was Ooh, a line in here two point the, about the plot dice plot device of the hero showing up and saving the day at the last second. Now, instead of a God intervening to save the day, some miraculous event object character or ability appears from nowhere to save the day. Think of the deadly unstoppable Martians in Wells war of the worlds felled for, excuse me, for example, felled not by the combined artillery of the world's militaries, but by ordinary bacteria. And I got to thinking, <clears throat> um, HG Wells is this big fucking globalist nut. Uh, New World Order <laughs> sort of fucking whack job, right? Uh, and I, th- I just, I mean, is he anymore? He was making that did, in the 1920s. Yeah, it'd be it like just, 140 by now. It was eight, 18, 18 is. Uh, oh, was nine, it okay? Nine, was it eight, 1890s? I thought and, and early 90s, um, like 1990s or something. But he wrote a good uh, play, a uh, novel called. Was well, it more of a an essay? But it's also a novel called Utopia, which is very much worth a read. Um, I listened to it actually on script, not to plug another platform because uh, who could do that? Anyway, it was really good. I really liked it. And I've liked all of his stuff. I really like that that era. For That's my favorite, like all those adventure novels of Jules Verne and Time Machine. And and, and, yeah, well, I, I, that, that's, my, that's my bag, baby, if I'm going to listen to something. 
please feel free to plug as many platforms as you want, at least to me, because uh, this show has has quickly become one of the ways that I learn about new things that that could go onto our platform, or at least that I want to listen to. Yeah, hmm. yeah, okay. Well, yeah, it's a subscription one. I think over here it was seven ninety nine. That was a couple of years ago, and I found it. Oh, it was, see, it's basically like charging money. I, it's like Audible, but um, it, with Audible, you pay and then you get a free something or other, but then you've got to pay to use the platform. And I thought oh, that was yeah. just utter rubbish. It's like being on the women app store. I thought auto, I, I was I was an Audible user way back in the day before Amazon bought them, but uh, I haven't right. done much since. Yeah, it's awful. It's terrible. It's, Amazon kills everything, let's face it. And it's actually scary because my uh, next door neighbor just got an Amazon, was it Ring doorbell? And uh, oh. I saw him and I was like, oh. So you... I see your new doorbell over there, mate. And he's like, all right, yeah. And I said, uh, you don't mind old Bezos having a watch over you then? Like, <laughs> you mean Jeff Bezos? And I was like, mm, yeah. <laughs> and there's one off, over the road now and pointing at us. And now there's one here pointing at them. So the coverage is getting, yeah. I mean, is, is it time to move everybody? No, because you got to stand your ground, right? I don't know, yeah, man. Make there's- him move. There's, there's been plenty of times. Put flamingos in your yard. I've, I've legitimately thought about fucking off really hard in a big way to the mountains of West Virginia and up in one of them hollers. Yeah. All I I can say to everyone from the Air Nation, come to the cock, baby. Hey, oh, let's roll into (laughs) clip two here. Since the age of kings and queens gave way to the age of presidents oh. and prime ministers, Ding. an increasingly secular public has stopped looking for divine intervention to save the nation from calamity and instead begun praying for salvation from the demigods of the modern age, politicians. Every election cycle, the public hears how this politician will deliver the nation from its economic woes or that politician will restore a country to its former greatness. In 1916, Woodrow Wilson was re-elected as President of the United States on the back of his popular campaign slogan, He Kept Us Out of War. But like all of the presumptive political saviors of the democratic age, in which popularity contests determine who seizes power and the public is swayed by the nicest sounding promises, Wilson too promptly broke his word. Just five months after his re-election, he oversaw U.S. entry into the First World War and gave his now famous speech assuring the public that getting the U.S. into war was necessary to make the world safe for democracy. Similarly, Lyndon B. Johnson won election in 1964, promising to limit America's involvement in Vietnam. I, I can read between the lines. That's well, all about orange hats. Uh, it, it just it takes me straight to war is peace, ignorance is uh, strength Slave, or, or uh, furious freedom, subjugation is liberation. <laughs> no, it's the other one. It's the um, it's my favorite AOC stuff. quote. <laughs> oh, that's, that's inside baseball for you. Uh, um, yeah, it's good. Yeah, it's true though. But I, I, I feel like they do that all the time. That's their modus operandi. And so, like the other day, I was talking to someone in the pub, and I said. Well, look at it. It's pretty blooming obvious. They cause the problem to implement the solution. There's free cheese in a mousetrap. And he was like, um, yep. yeah, I guess. Yeah, I got, you know, yeah, kind of making sense now. I'm like, I know. Now everyone's saying that. For years they've been calling me a conspiracy theorist. 
And then as soon as Adam said conspiracy therapy, I've been telling everyone I'm a licensed conspiracy therapist. <laughs> and they uh, they buy it, man. They buy it. And I say you shouldn't be you shouldn't believe the coincidence theorists. This, this is a proud age to be a quote unquote conspiracy theorist for the simple fact that uh, we're pretty much nailing everything these days. It's all coming true. We're running out of conspiracies because they're all just a wow. public knowledge now. And yeah, if uh, yeah. if anyone out there gets off and always being right, boy, howdy, do we have some shit for you? <laughs> <laughs> you ain't. But no. That's I, my I, bag. <laughs> One thing I always think is that um, we we often mistake ourselves by thinking that we're in control, but the best laid plans of mice and men often go awry. And I I think for once uh, it's pretty obvious to me that the powers that be have removed the fact that there is a divine inspiration in the universe from public culture by doing this day at sex machina stuff and moving it from back in the day two and a half thousand years ago it was god because people did genuinely have a connection to the divine and that has been drowned out by the noise that's now surrounding us and so um that's why they've removed it and i think that's proof of, of its existence because why would you take something away uh, if it didn't exist and replace it with your own sort of perverted version which i mean this rolls perfectly along with what we were talking last week on the church awoke uh, so it's all very interesting and I had oh, to go yeah. look it up so I don't fuck it up. War is peace. Freedom yeah. is slavery. Ignorance is strength. That's the one. Um, <laughs> I'm going to take this, uh, Lyndon B. Johnson back a little bit. There we go. <laughs> eager to so. enlarge the conflict. They call upon us to supply American boys to do the job that Asian boys should do. But this, too, was just another swiftly broken promise by yet another political savior. Uh, and this episode is titled, and I, I really want people to go out and check this one out specifically because he gets into some interesting stuff. It's called A Brief History of Hopium. Oh, uh, that's quite a good title. Love that. Yeah. and He, he was talking about uh, Shakespeare and Jurassic Park and Woodrow Wilson, and somehow this goes into opium. Hopium. 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 Oh, hopium. Selling oh, the hope. Oh, oh, yeah. oh, oh that oh, that's even yeah. a stronger drug. Yeah. Yeah. Change. I actually yeah. Hope, hope and change brought us uh, 12 years of Obama. So. so at the pub last night, I brought this lady to tears by treating her like an adult. And, and she actually cried. I remember now over the bit when I was mentioning about hopium and how faith usurps hope. She's, and she, because I noticed she had a cross around her neck. So I thought, oh, here we go. I can really, I can really tuck into this one. And it was pretty empty as well because everyone's out watching the football and we don't have tellies. Oh, wow. Uh, yeah. That's cool. Yeah, that's great. <laughs> she cried. She cried. She was just like, she brought to tears, this lady. And in a good way because she was like, at least someone's still there fighting for the children. And I said, yeah, there's loads of us. It's absolutely, we've got a whole nation here, man. You should come on board. There is time yet for you, young lady. Uh, so this, uh, this episode, um, if you haven't already gathered, it deals with, uh, with a lot of politicians, mostly presidents, um, and pointing out different instances where they use this idea of once I get in there, things are going to be so much better. We're going to do all this stuff and it's going to be the sickest time ever. And then the opposite usually happens. And I really enjoy shows where they go back into history and they pull uh, classic clips. Um, you know, they, they just played some Lyndon B. Johnson. Um, 
they had a, a really nice I Like Ike song that I, I wanted to bring, but it was like three minutes long. Uh, but it's some vintage radio. Uh, it's very interesting. This next one's a little short. Laughably, even George W. Bush won the election in 2000, promising a humble American foreign policy and a vow to only fight short, winnable wars with well-defined objectives. But I'm going to be judicious as to how to use the military. It needs to be in our vital interest. The mission needs to be clear and the exit strategy obvious. On my orders, coalition <laughs> forces have begun striking selected targets of military importance to undermine Saddam Hussein's ability to wage war. So for, for those of us who voted in that election, uh, the other thing that Bush won on was uh, read my lips, no new taxes. And it took him all of about a year and a half to break that one. Wow, it did well. It did quite well then. That's not too bad, I'd say. I thought he was going to say. Uh, he he held out longer than Biden, where it took him what three hours to break his promises. <laughs> yeah, but Biden was promising to raise the taxes, so if he breaks his promises, that's a good thing. <laughs> I was going to say something mean, like, "Well, Bush probably had to have somebody read the uh, EOs to him or something." Biden, they're just like, "Sign here, done." No, Bush was very well read. His is 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 excellent at playing that sort of joker in the room so something for everyone to poke fun at like all of these presidents you got to look at them as positions of embarrassment um because they're not doing a good job these ones i can tell you that for nothing and this is this is an episode that i feel really highlights that most people that fuck around with quote-unquote conspiracies or fact-finding or truth searching we're not like at least that I can tell um, most of us aren't like hard in the paint one side or the other. Like we're, we're fairly middle of the road people that just want to be left the fuck alone and, you know, stop trying to pull a fast one on us. So he, most people are are just normal people and we're, we're (laughs) constantly being fed this idea that, that we have to divide ourselves this way or that usually for political gain. But if you just stop and, you know, look, Look at the lady in the pub and treat her like a human being. You can make a connection with almost like an anyone. Like yeah. an adult. Yeah. And, and this is the, but this is why I believe we've been presented with an opportunity to do the great unzipping. And ah, yes. That, that is happening um, right before our very that, eyes. That sounds either ominous or sexual. I'm not sure. You know, it's like, why not both? Little column A, little bit of Doesn't column B. It doesn't have to be anything. That's the thing. Doesn't have to be a thing. Well, I think it's uh, happening. I think that's where I'm going to leave Corbett for now, because uh, the last ones I have are a little on the long side, and I don't want to overextend. But episode 404, brief history of Hopium, CorbettReport.com. Go, go there, check it out, listen. Yeah, we'll see. We'll rate it. Let's let's get a little system together where we can put categories Cor- categories together and to, rate to, this then. To my great shame, I've actually never heard Corbett. It's one of those shows that keeps getting recommended to me left and right. And I'm sitting here. I'm, I really need to go listen to that. But there's so many shows I have to listen to these days. For sure. It's tough. Yeah, yeah. with uh, four million podcasts and counting with uh, Yeah, with and I'm trying to listen thousand. to every one of them. <laughs> <laughs> Aren't we all? But we can, we can cover it. We can do it. I believe in us. And he's really- It turns out, however, that 3.2 million of those are really crappy uh, true crime podcast so we can ignore those <laughs> yeah i would be curious to see the exact number of uh how many church sermons get uh Ooh, translated yeah. into an rss i think that's yeah 
Because I feel like well. I feel like, and this might just be because I notice it. I mean, if you notice it, there's quote unquote more of it. But I feel like every time I go onto Podcast Index, I see a, a some sermon listed. I read well, it. Yeah, but I mean, look look at it from another perspective. Any podcast can be a church sermon if you're into it enough. That is true. Yeah, it's Church Awoke. Church Awoke. Looking at you, po- Pod Save America. Of, um, we're the Church of Post Woke. My last point on Corbett, he's really good about diving deep into specific documents. Um, I forget the name of it, but he just went through this Canadian think, uh, think tank. Um, like, you will shit in the cup and we will analyze that and we will tell you how to adjust your diet uh, so you can maintain your carbon credits. <laughs> that, um, that sort of stuff. Oh, <laughs> uh, what? I mean, Japan, what? Yeah. Uh, so, yeah, Corbett Report. Good shit. Um, I'm going to let this uh, on stream show speak for itself. Thank you for listening to Hog Story, where I'm manning the ship. I'm Carolyn Blaney. Uh, and where I am manning that clit, I'm Fletcher. Hey, And where so far, as of yet, Homeboy has not blown up the power at my house, I'm Sir Caesar. Yeah. I'm feeling like nothing more needs to be said. Yeah. Um, <laughs> it's just a breath of fresh air, isn't it? It's like breathing fresh air when you listen to this, yeah, this, this, this yeah. podcast. See, this is this is where I would definitely be bringing some of my drops, like the ones I sent Fletcher on. I like hog story, motherfucker. <laughs> you know, for the longest time, I thought uh, I thought you were the guy that said, and you're dumb. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's not like I haven't said that. <laughs> Uh, I, I'm, I'm going to, I'm probably going to be a little weird in how much praise I keep on to <laughs> hog story. But if, if you got like, uh, that Larry show and uh, Mo, uh, Mo Fax says top tier liquor sitting on the, uh, like top shelf. Oh yeah. Hog story is the <laughs> elaborate knickknacks that, that just strewn the top of the bar that really just bring the whole place together. Like it 100%. is the fucking centerpiece of my weeks uh, like week to week i get so stoked i get so hyped i think their yeah, intros so are fucking to hyped get to listen to it on like live because it's so late for me i can't listen to it live i'm asleep oh yeah it had to be like what uh five in the morning or so six yeah, in the morning exactly and even i can't stay up for that although in time maybe my <laughs> sleep patterns might change I, <laughs> I changed my sleep pattern for hog story yes yeah, cock o'clock <laughs> Uh, this was, you heard him. Uh, this is, I guess this is actually the second time that I've brought <laughs> Sir Sir Seat Sitter uh, guesting well, on the show. He's not here. He's not here. So it's, <laughs> it's actually allowed, isn't it? That's the rules and them's the rules and we're sticking by them. So, uh, but I, I, I really like this episode. I think they, the, those three specifically and when Caleb joined, uh, they, they have really good chemistry. Um, like Chris said, they were able to, uh, reconvene for this episode cause phone boy blows up transformers. <laughs> well, he he is uh, his his day job is as a uh, computer security specialist. So I would not be surprised if he does have the ability. He's got a button somewhere. He's like, let's just take you off the internet now because it's my turn. 
let's be realistic. That transformer was probably connected to a fucking app or something. Bad update. Or, or yeah, or a Volkswagen Beetle. Uh, and oh, wrong kind. <laughs> we have some good news for Fletcher. Uh, he's been on the hunt for a house for the past month, but it sounds like he's squared <sighs> something away, which is totes exciting. Ooh, um, nice. And I'm not clipping this to be a dick about it. I'm clipping it because I thought it was hilarious, and I love uh, weird audio shit like this. I don't know. No, I, I mean, just, guns I do and love- I love the idea that there's the a fucking book says, like, movie, the like the an animated rock and roll movie about an old man that's dying. Um, I love Carolyn coming in there at the end. Um. <laughs> this is, well, this does establish the high production quality we've all come to expect from Hog Story. I love it, man. Like, that's the sort of shit you, you would never be able to reproduce. It's one of so a kind. Don't, it's the you don't have to stuff. be mean. I'll do it for you. <laughs> I'm generally yeah. not a mean guy, like <laughs> trying to be on the level up and up. Yeah. Um, so these next, uh, the next ones that I've pulled, they're a little on the longer side. I think I might have to skip one of them, but. Uh, oh, no, play them. Play them. Well, we don't mind. We we'll, uh, let's get into this first one. Oh, we, we don't mind, but I do have a hard out in an hour 15 because oh, I got to start the new agenda show. If you recall. Yeah, just give it. <laughs> I love the idea and the premise, and I just love the fact that it exists in this crazy world we live in where there's a kid's movie about an old man who's dying who decides to float his house up with helium balloons into the air, and that was oh, the, the whole best. premise of the movie. Oh, oh the yeah. I didn't watch it, Well, as far it, as though. I know, I haven't seen it, but... Yeah. I I seen it. It. <laughs> oh, yeah, and like the first 20 minutes of it um, make you cry. Oh, and yeah. that's then they do that on purpose. They're like, it's Pixar, so if you don't get the, well, so does everything on Pornhub. See what? <laughs> <laughs> See what I took from that movie was that I really, really wanted to know who their general contractor was because that was how I want my house built. Uh, that sounds like one hell of an extra strategy. <laughs> oh yeah. <laughs> Uh, you know what? Fuck you guys. I'm out. <laughs> and, and who hasn't been pissed off enough at their neighbors? Like, nope, I'm, I'm going to get some balloons and screw you. I'm moving to another neighborhood. House and all. Uh, they, they destroy it. That movie is up there with the best that have ever, ever been made, I think. But uh, up there. It's up there. They, intended. they talk about uh, the way Pixar movies are designed to make you cry. And uh, funny enough, I went to uh, the keeper. Um, she had a student uh, have a graduation party. Yesterday, and we went and checked it out, and uh, there was people there talking about Pixar movies, making them cry. The new Luca, uh, I, I forget the name uh, of it, but um, there's a new one. They're like, oh, it's Wizards. Tear Fist. That was it. So it's just a, it's a little synchronicity I thought was interesting, which uh, we'll we'll circle back round to uh, synchronicities. <laughs> First twenty <laughs> minutes, man, cry every time. <laughs> Demanded by the gods, it is. <laughs> Oh, <laughs> uh, well, wait! Uh, uh, you gotta, you gotta run through what Jar Jar Binks uh, or Gungan clips you got. Oh, just those. I gotta hear them. It, it's just those. <laughs> is, is, yeah. <laughs> I want to hear that back to back with the uh, the other girl that's talking about bras. Oh yeah, my my boobies already be sagging. I'm oh, only 19. Yeah. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, the TikTok. Back to back with the Gungan boss nest. <laughs> I've got a 
What did I label See, that I wonder, as? I, I'm wondering the comparison because I was thinking about it in my head. Oh, yeah. I was thinking like, about that's it, how, too. That's how yeah. indoctrinated by Hog Story I am. <laughs> like, I'm so indoctrinated by Hog Story that I, when I went back and looked at the Gungan clips and I saw Boss Nass do the motorboat, I immediately thought of Hog Story. So I <laughs> want to hear them back to back because I haven't yet. My boobies already be sagging and I'm only 19. I refuse to wear a bad. <laughs> I think we can wrap it here. I think that's the show. That's good. <laughs> All righty then. I love uh, production on the fly. It's so good. Uh, <laughs> it's, yeah. it, if if that's what how it ends up, yes. Uh, I think. I, I'm fairly certain that uh, this is the clip where uh, uh, Chris does a really nice job in sort of conglomerating everybody's feelings about this show. Uh, wait, no, this is the slut life clip. Never mind. <laughs> the, uh, and that vanity- doesn't get everyone's feelings about the show. <laughs> <laughs> Come to Hog Story, live your best slut life. Plate <laughs> uh- <laughs> reminded yeah. me of this. Um- the sticker that I saw on my neighbor's car or my neighbor's friend who just came by and it says salt life. And the first time, it, <laughs> the first time I saw salt life, um, I I was visiting Fletcher in Texas and I was like, does that say slut life? <laughs> and it's like, no, it was salt life. <laughs> so and this is the first time i think this is the first time i've ever seen the sticker here like um there's no oceans here like it's just freshwater <laughs> lakes and if you wanted to go to the, yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and if you wanted to go to the to the ocean you go to the east or west coast or, but it's a hell of a drive from Ontario to any salt water so you could live your salt life. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I mean, you could go to like Hudson's Bay or something like that. But isn't that a considerable Ontario. drive north? Oh, yeah, that's yeah, that's like 20, probably 20 hours. Jesus. Um, I went to school on the beach, so seeing salt life stickers everywhere is... The everyday, day-to-day existence. I'm I'm about a half mile from saltwater right now, and, and it's warm enough in this room that I'm feeling like I want to go jump in. <laughs> a little swampy. Um, these next two, uh, I'm not going to cut short because I think that the I think they're good shit, and then this will wrap me for uh, for I my shit. I want to thank Corcus for for leaving us such a lovely voicemail. It was so so sweet, so kind. Uh, Fletcher and I love love doing the show. It, it's yeah. It is a is a great joy to do it. Uh, it's a dream actually it, for for myself. Um, I could for myself. Yeah, <laughs> uh, it's, a, it's definitely a dream of mine um, to 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 do a show like this. I'm 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 my most my most happy here in the smoker. Oh yeah, for sure. Yeah. Um, I'm the same way. Yeah. I um. I I've always wanted to be a a, a DJ, you know, and just uh, get on the airwaves and play music I like to hear, and and hopefully other people like to hear it. And I mean, that's not what the show is, but the show 
helps me uh, helps me get a lot of shit out. You know, like there's so much bullshit going on in the world that um, if I don't find the the funny stuff, the the beautiful stuff, and all that, and make fun of the bullshit also, then it would drive me insane. And uh, that's why I like doing the show and coming here, hanging out with Carolyn, hanging out with cool guests like fucking Chris, sir, sir, seat, seat, sitter, sitter. And when you guys having a good time, uh, like I think it's Hog Story and Nick the Rat are the two shows that are almost an escape from the bullshit going on, you know. And I think I speak for everybody that listens to this show. Like I know I can't be in the chat most of the time because I'm always at work on Monday nights and Thursday nights. But I think I speak for everybody in the smoker when I say like the you guys are a like a part I look forward to in my day of like, oh, I'm, it's like, I'm going to be at work, but I get to listen to this Aww. show and it's the, it's, uh, it's a family here. I think it's great. Okay. Yeah. Like, why, and, okay. and that goes for a lot. Yeah. Of- yeah. Can they all just fucking make up already? <laughs> I will say there's been, there's been some, this to set them rise. There's some there's been some pretty spicy episodes on the airways as of late. Like maybe oh, yeah. we should just uh, organize a big old NA orgy. Okay. <laughs> maybe. Well, I mean you, I could host it in the cock, but oh, I think you know there's a natural place for it. There's there's a lot of people out there that uh, are are a little too tense these days. It, it you know, let's just blow off some steam. Right. We just we just <laughs> yeah. gotta make sure we get an even number. We don't want anybody left out. Oh no, yeah, but you know you can mix and I don't know. I've seen orgies and I've seen orgies and most of them have just been in big old mansions and there's like room after room after room. Are they all wearing masks and shit? <laughs> uh, pretty much, yeah. <laughs> Okay, I have no idea what's going on in, in the the Darno pre-show right now, but I I need to shut this window. I was looking in the troll room. Somebody's calling me out for something, saying if you can't take the heat, stay out of the podcast. I don't. I want to know what they're talking about now. Okay, sorry. Side note: you can cut that part out. <laughs> yeah, we'll fix it in post. <laughs> Let me. Yeah, yeah, we always do that. Uh, I'm gonna finish this one off. The show's on the Noge industry. It's, it's I, I love everything about all of it. You guys are great. Yeah, thank you. Thank, thank you. you. Uh, I, I'm fully with Chris on that one. Uh, I think they're wonderful people. I think uh, once you get to know them, uh, I think they're very empathetic. I think they are very connected. Um, I think they foster a lot of goodwill towards people. They're very memeable. And this is my speaking of intent out there onto the interwebs. I want to get up. I want to do a BTS three behind the podcast with hog story where like (laughs) Fletcher (laughs) went from like doing a radio show to doing lots of drugs and then doing women and then gets like totally enamored by clips and just like takes this super dark turn into nothing but clippage. (laughs) He's like the Batman of the extended cook universe. I mean, it sounds like, sounds like you're describing a down and out with John Fletcher. I, I mean, like that's kind of what the VH1 behind the music is. So we got to. I was thinking about it last night. I mean, I was really there's, high. There's not a lot behind Hog Story because everything that goes on in the back, they just do out in public. They, they're not holding back. They're not. I, at least I don't think so. Yeah, I mean, and like they are probably the one show that's on uh, bonus streams the most. So, um, 
I'd oh, say yeah. most of the folks that uh, listen to the show are listening to Hog Story or are aware. But uh, if this ever makes it to the ears of somebody that hasn't heard that show, hogstory.com slash donate. Uh, I thought it was hogstory.net. Did they switch? It's uh-huh. uh, I forget. Some, someone had wait, bought wait, it's yeah. one of those. Bought the domain for them. It's a hog story. You'll, you'll fix around, that in guys. post too. We fix everything. Using in internet post. search engine. <laughs> um, and uh, I'm going to go ahead and, and pass the torch over, I believe. I think my All uh, right. my All time right. is done. So uh, I was thinking about being a little bit meta, doing, uh, you know, like reviewing review shows. Is that a thing? Okay. Um, but I'll start with my off streams show. Um, this one is, is not on the stream, uh, because the content might be a little bit out there, but it is, uh, and, and as I aforementioned, uh, the true crime genre is, mm-hmm. is highly full of things. Uh, but 95% of the true crime shows that you're going to hear out there are just, somebody going and reading a Wikipedia article on some serial killer into the microphone and calling that a podcast. And I, I don't understand how the genre is so incredibly popular, but it gets the people, it gets the Patreons. It, 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 it seems successful, but this is one of the only true crime podcasts I've ever particularly liked. Can you play number zero? There's going to be a little delay. Hola, creepos. Welcome to another edition of your favorite true crime podcast. Show about creeps by creeps for you creeps. Hola. So <laughs> this show, this show is called the creep off. It is done with uh, <clears throat> Vinnie Paulino and Carl. I think he started going by Carl Hamburger, but we at the no agenda community know him as Sir Carl with a K. Uh, who's also known for his other show, Who Are These Podcasts? But Carl and Vinny do a true crime pro- podcast called The Creep Off. Uh, the show uh, is, they select a topic uh, for the day. Each of them researches the creepiest, most vile human being they can, and then they uh. come and discuss it. Um, it. And they do it kind of as a competition. Can you play two? Let's this talk about on. it, because last week was Creepiest Italian, and I brought a guy who really took his music very seriously. Yeah, he was an artist. He was an artist. He was definitely sure. an artist. And I brought a dirty old Italian woman who murdered uh, a bunch <laughs> of suckers so she could... Uh, Before make- electricity was discovered. Who even cares? None of that matters. Atrocity is atrocity, and it doesn't matter by the date. Yeah, today's creep is a dinosaur. He ate a bunch of other dinosaurs. <laughs> That's like cannibalism. What are we going to do? Biggest creep from Pangea? What are we even fucking think, talking about? I think we should pull out uh, biblical creeps. That should be a whole second series that we I pick Jewish guy. <laughs> so, so the two of them, uh, one of the things I like about it is that they kind of have the same kind of on-air banter that I have with Darren, except that they do it right. Uh, they, they, they've got great chemistry. They got the, the best friends who hate each other vibe. Um, and uh, you go ahead with number three. Yeah, so he just basically his entire life mumbled scriptures to himself. If that doesn't make him a little creepy, I'm just going to start with that. That's how you're starting that? It was the fucking 19th century. He's reading the Bible. It's not 
shocking in any way. There weren't okay. comic books, all right? All right. Sorry he wasn't reading Batman. Oh, you want to Sorry he wasn't going to pro wrestling events, <laughs> Spinny. I don't know. You would have passed the time okay. in 1812. Well, <laughs> uh, Vinny is, Vinny is a, uh, a, a big pro wrestling fan. They did, and Carl, of course, makes fun of him for that. Uh, the production quality on this show is pretty good. They do uh, heavy use of drops, and uh, they sometimes they uh, they're appropriate. Sometimes they are over each other. Sometimes they use them to one up each other. And every once in a while, in in clip number four, uh, they just integrate the soundboard into the show. They rest her. They bring her in, and they're like, "So, uh, where did all these women go?" Did you kill these women? She's like, I did not. And like, you did too. <laughs> I don't know what you're talking about. I love a good soundboard. Yeah. <laughs> and, uh, and, and just to be clear, uh, you know, if, if, if your, your hog story clips were a little sappy, so I decided I was going to bring disturbing. And I warned you about this one. Number, <laughs> number five is uh, it, they, they are not going to shy away. Sorry. Peter became a member of the Hitler youth, but that didn't work out. He wasn't, oh, he wasn't. Uh, he, he wasn't accepted by the other Hitler youths. Yeah, who were there? Just not rabid enough. So he went to go work on a farm. Kroll's delight in the blood and gore of the slaughterhouse even manifested into sexual acts with animals. <laughs> <laughs> it's fucking so. groove. Pull, uh, it's clipping off the ends because it won't play the full fucking file. So, oh, I love it. <laughs> That's, that's great. You know, and of course, I'm such an expert at clipping. I'm, you know, a regular Dvorak, except that all I do is load it into Audacity and grab the waveform and maybe it works out. Uh, yeah, um, I, I have the uh, No Agenda Social notification on a button. Oh, God. On a button Hello. if you want me to uh, hit that at any point. Oh, I, I know the show needs a lot more of that. <laughs> it's it's one of my favorite sound effects to drop into any podcast ever. So, oh, yeah, uh, oh. So, so the way the show works is uh, they, they both go and they present their best creep. Uh, then um, after that, they have a, a, a new segment called the Scum Parade, which is that's the current event segment. That's, you know, it's a weekly podcast. So in the last week, they go through news stories and find other creeps that popped up. And, you know, the entire thing is all about look how terrible other human beings are. So uh, <laughs> the... Uh, you know, they, the, oh, still there. And that was the mute button. Um, Florida man <laughs> has also made his, uh, appearance. Yeah, I did. I'm good at that. It's the one button I know how to use. Okay. Uh, it, if, if you grab number eight, scum parade even has a sponsor. Zero zero eight. Yeah. And we got a sponsor? The Creep Off voicemail segment is brought to you by the City of Syracuse, site of the new film Plan B. The director said he chose Syracuse because no one would believe it if he said Syracuse was your plan A. See you in Syracuse. Oof, I've been to Syracuse. I get that. <laughs> <laughs> they, they, they have one producer who's from, for, both of these guys are in Rochester. So Syracuse and Rochester, I think there's a, a thing between those, but they got one producer who, who does a new segment like that for every show. And I just, I don't even think that was the best one. That was just the one I pulled out of the most recent, but um that that's one of the other things that these guys really have. Uh, and, and it comes from the hosts being really outgoing and, uh, you know, social is they've got a, a very strong community. Uh, most of it happens to be on a discord server, which I I'll hold that against them. But, um, 
you know, they, they do, uh, at the end, they'll do a voicemail segment of the show where people will call in, leave voicemails. And then they talk about, um, I don't remember where number six fits in, but that's the next one I need. If there are any women listening to the show, I don't think there are, but if there are, Meredith, take Meredith, Meredith, Casey, take note. This is how you get the world's greatest girlfriend award. You blow your man and then take the blame when he kills people. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, I forgot about that one. Yeah. Yeah. So uh, anyway, after the show, uh, the audience, when they when they close it out, they release it as a podcast. And over the course of the next week on their website, there is a poll uh, a, a ballot, a vote, whatever. And uh, audience members go to their website and vote for which of the two of them had the bigger creep for the week. Um, they count points, they track it. And each time that one of them hits five points, uh, the, the loser spins something called the wheel of consequences. Um, the wheel of uh, consequences. Do you have, uh, give, give me number 43. If you like the Nazis vote, Oh, 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 okay. well, it was a good one. Um, anyway, some of the consequences that they have to do, they, that they've done already are, uh, you, you have to wear Crocs in public for a week. Um, oh, that's all right. That's fine. One of them had to do a podcast on the bachelor five oh. episodes. Oh, I remember oh. you talking about that one. <laughs> one of them had to five watch cuties back to back three times. Hey, oh, um, so uh, this last episode, uh, uh, Vinny hit five points and Carl had to spin the wheel. And the consequence that he is now uh, tasked with is go out to a public place. Probably he, he said he's going to use the Syracuse mall and uh, do what they call the seven second porn challenge, where you yeah. open up your phone, you go to a porn video and you play it uh, in the middle of the mall on max volume uh, for seven seconds. And it has to be like in the middle of like a, a good bit, or because it's going to be warm up, can it? You know, like, I don't oh, know. Come over here. I, I, I don't know. I don't know how they're going to do it, but I do know that that Carl has to do this in the mall, and Vinny has planned to film it and put it on YouTube. So um, <laughs> these guys, yeah, these guys put together a. a they're going to end up with a, a crime of their own, like a true I crime know. thing of their own. Well, you heard the the <laughs> intro they had. It's it's about creeps for creeps by creeps. Oh my god. <laughs> I mean, that alone anyway. was enough to sell me on it. <laughs> so I've got, uh, I've got two more clips, 44 and 45, that I don't think I had fit into my notes, but I, I pulled them, so now I have to remember why. You have notes? Uh, here's 44. Who hasn't fucked a cow or two, right? Uh, oh, okay. <laughs> okay yeah. See, that is a clip that needs to go on Hog Story. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, here's uh, 45. There is nothing you can threaten me with, Vinny, that would get me to fuck a horse. There's nothing. Wow. Barnyard <laughs> stomp all the animals. Nice. Okay. Oh, I've seen so that. So that's before. the creep off. I like it. Okay. That's a, what right. a what creep what a number of episode are they on? Uh this was episode sixty eight. Okay. okay. Nice. Okay. Pretty fresh. So they've been doing it weekly for a little over a year. Yeah. Very nice. I'm uh, I'm getting to the strong. point where like it's like, oh I can kind of do that mental math. Like if they do one episode per week or two episodes. Like you can tell the age of a show. It's, it's pretty There's interesting. 50, 52 weeks a year. I know. I know. Isn't that crazy? Is that- yeah. I, how does that even happen? <laughs> what about the extra day? Uh, it's Every 52 point something. Every once in a while there's an it, extra day, right? There's, there's 52.17 most that's years accurate. and 52.36 
the other years, I guess. We've slipped but, time, guys. Like the whole yeah, time thing has I, slipped by now. I, I think the whole time thing, time is an illusion. Lunchtime doubly so. Like the, with the extra day, it's just, it's making it slip. Like, how is that not yeah. possible? Like with the four, every, every four years, that's not going to, that's not going to make it right. Come on now. So Let's, I was going to go to my on-stream show if you want to move forward or not. Sure. I, sorry. I, Let's do this. How do you usually end these shows? Oh, sorry. That's inside <laughs> Just get free eclipse. You play eclipse and we end the show. Yeah. Okay. Uh, so my on-stream show, give me number 100. Happy Father's Day. It's June 20th, 2021, and this is episode five of Misinformed Nation. Of... <laughs> Meta. <laughs> I told you I was going meta. <laughs> so this is a review show uh, that I am reviewing. Um, I, I don't. I don't have a lot more to say other than there's some clips that make the hosts sound like idiots. Um, but uh, the the hosts have some pretty good banter, which is impressive since I don't know if they knew each other before this. Give me one hundred and one. What's the name of the the show again? The show is Informed Dissent with Leonidas Johnson. Okay, cool. that's a great name. Yeah, I yeah. Like that. It's a good one. Punchy. <laughs> really fits in the mouth well. <laughs> <laughs> Depends the size of your mouth, doesn't it? Depends the size right. of your chops. Might have one of them tiny mouths. Informed descent. You know, can't really fit it in there. Never mind. <laughs> I don't know if it was a good thing or bad thing. <laughs> well, the, the, the it made me chuckle. Universe has gone live. You know, I, I, the extended I, I, cock universe is now tripping over uh, realities and uh, I, rippling I, through I, time. I like that one enough to clip it. It was great. Nice. It was, uh, <laughs> um, so uh, yeah, this this show uh, is uh, it's some great banter between the hosts. Uh, it's a mix of review, hangout podcast, and philosophy. Um, I used to think it was just a review show, but it turns out that they do a whole lot of talking and and bloviating and and chatting in between clips. Um, I, I don't know if you knew that, but <laughs> um, no, number one hundred two, I think, has some more philosophy. Let me tell you all the things that are wrong with Cats the musical. Oh, dine. First, oh. let's start with that giant cat orgy that they drop there in the middle of the show. <laughs> oh, the Jellicle Ball. Yeah, I know a thing or two yeah. about that. <laughs> so, so that, I mean, that's a fine example of philosophy. Um, there was one bit that I wanted to bring up. It was it's my my last four clips, one eleven through one fourteen. That that are all uh, they all go together. So, but I just want to say things in between them. All right, here's the 111. I looked to see if they were on the stream. I think I asked Sir Sir Seat Sitter. Yep, wrong person. <laughs> well, okay, so in my defense, he is the one dude that I know that is listening to it. Uh, I knew it was you. I always thought, I, I, I wanted to interject and say, so memorized, but then I thought, no, this is good content. Uh, uh, give me number 112. Because I went to memorize, I was like, look, <laughs> yep yep <laughs> there we are <laughs> Look. well i will say me and chris like we're, we're in constant communication for the most part and uh, i do know that he listens to the stream for the majority of his day so he's uh um ah oh, he, he sticks okay. around guys i'm just he saying like that's my okay uh, yeah. Yeah. okay give me 113 uh-oh. <laughs> is my guy on the stream or off the stream? Is this an on or off thing, Ben Rose? Because I can't find no no backup online anywhere, like schedule or list that's concurrent with what we've got going on. 
Yeah, is there one of those? Can you? No, can you fulfill there's that? not. It it's on the list. It's on the list of things to do. <laughs> DVR, like a DVR channel, I, you know. Well, yeah, what, what I really want to so do got- is I. I want to. I want to like create some plumbing in the back end that that pushes the current playlist out to noagendastream.com. It just isn't quite there because it turns out that the main coder for the stream is one super lazy guy. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. But look, look, have you got TiVo or is, is uh, there like a Sky? Because over here we call it Sky or Virgin, which is like depressing as fuck. But there you go. Um, I do so have. A, on, I do on, have a do, uh, quick tech question. Yeah. Um, is there some sort of, uh, I guess, bot? Let's, let's just stop the show for some t- quick tech support. Go. Yeah. Uh, is there a bot that could be created that would announce when the new item is playing on the stream? Um, I mean, it's Doug. Gotcha. Well, I'm saying for, uh, for like, uh, Mastodon specifically. Oh yeah. Yes. Yeah, you, yeah. Talk to, uh, yeah. Someone of course there could be. be. I think there is that. I follow it's just one work. Those. Right. <laughs> Someone, someone's done, Jeff's done that. I'm sure Jeff's done that. Dude, no, I mean, Jeff, the, no, Jeff, right now, the, the two ways that we announce things, and, and this is not great, but the, the post-show slot, uh, we, uh, you know, I always hand it to Adam at the end of the show mm-hmm. and he announces it. And then uh, otherwise it's the bot Doug in the troll room. And right. uh, you kind of have to hang out in the troll room, which not everybody wants to do. And I don't blame them for that, but we do not have a great system for that. And, and this show specifically has indicated to me that we need a much, much better system for indicating what is on stream and what is off stream, because I bet you didn't even know that Misinformed Nation was on the stream. I did not. I, I yeah. did not either. Oh, shit. Uh, yeah. Well, they, that's why I brought it as my on stream show. We made it. Oh, of course. Yeah. Uh, uh, slip of the mind. And, and uh, you know, just just to say, you know, that. Uh, to finish my review of this show, I wanted to say the hosts often have good ideas. Give me one fourteen. Maybe it should be a podcasting two point feature. That they should create a channel that's like you know, NA stream channel, and then everyone else can just sit in there. Um, I don't want to give anyone ideas, but I just gave everyone ideas, I suppose. So, <laughs> and those are ideas. I'm an ideas factory. Yep. <laughs> and if you want to get me, I'm a I'm at Jitsi most nights, eleven p.m. G- GMT. Um, we'll finish work, get home, sling on there. It's great, great banter on there. Good. So Chris Wilson always turns up, our drunkard mil- minstrel. He always flies by from Australia, getting his coffee in the morning. Oh, so, shit. Good vibes. Yeah. Oh, shit. We have loads. I mean, coffee, I'm not going to, you know. Is the coffee well, better in the UK than Australia? Well, he's at, we should send him some good health karma because he's got the coup for the moment. And uh, the other night, uh, Sophie oh, yeah. was in the background and he walked past and he went, we're all going to die. <laughs> well, I mean, eventually. <laughs> so but he's uh, referencing the show, Sir Felix, guys. Let's let's assume I'm a little bit of a moron at times. The idea, oh, okay, me, that's easy to do. Yeah, right. Let me. Oh, I'm gonna play oh, this sorry. again. Maybe it should be a podcasting 2.0 feature. They should create a channel that's like you know, NA stream channel, and then everyone else can just sit in there. Okay, so for one example, would that be like a Sphinx channel for the NA yeah, stream? Okay, pretty much. I, yeah, I don't know. I, I'm sure as hell not going to write a bot that constantly wastes Satoshi's to announce things on Sphinx, but they, there would be something. Interesting. I, I just use Sphinx as, a, as an example because it's the one yeah. that I'm primarily in. This is the point about us going like the nation, taking it to our own commerce and, and slipping off. Unfortunately, we have to use Bitcoin, but 
There will be a better alternative if there ever arises to be one, but if there isn't, then we'll use Bitcoin. Yeah, well, the, it, the system needs to be better, and uh, that's that's mostly entirely on me because, uh, I mean, the the people who are in the back end is myself and Void Zero and Darren O'Neill, and uh, the other two do not claim to be coders. And, Whoa, and I sometimes, really? I sometimes Japan pretend what? to be a coder. Japan exactly. <laughs> there's there's an <laughs> army of dude named Ben's out there. Like, I speak to them all I know, the time. They're I know. I know. They're saying, "How can I help?" I'm like, "This is BBC Two. You can't. You, I'm, I'm on Jitsi. This well, is BBC Two. You got to go over to BBC One and talk to those guys and say, what can I do to help you?'" Being a non-tech guy, kind of looking in from the inside, it's definitely something. Um, either it, you built it in such a way that it's set it and forget it, and anybody can get access and fix it if something breaks, or you're going to end up with something like the. Uh, no agenda art generator where they yeah. can't get a hold of the dude that built it. And the absolute last thing I want to do is create more work for myself. Oh no. I know what's becoming apparent to me. This is the socialist dream guys. This is it, isn't it? This is all falling apart. At the seams. Exactly <laughs> what they did. We trusted the plan, man. We're, we're the, the new world order. World <laughs> yes. is here. See, and- I, yes. I, I'm doing all of this just to try to, to, uh, teach people a lesson about trusting people. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, but I I believe in people, guys. I'm 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 one of the we'll positive ones. Yeah, I can bounce back off you, man. I'm like a I got my armor on. Don't you worry about that. The cock well, is ready. For, the cock always comes podcasts. ready. Oh, but- I've run out of clips, so uh, that, all that's right. all I had for podcasts. So that, I let's have the- pl- pl- plow into my off stream then come on then let's get this because we got the 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 main shows on the road so let's go uh off stream number one let's see there we go i'm hillary clinton and this is you and me both i'm excited that our podcast will officially return on february 16th but in the meantime some significant events have unfolded over these last few weeks so we're back with a special bonus episode. Fight him. You tell him. One of these days, I will release the very first episode of Misinformed that we did, <laughs> where, where, where fucking Chris brought this clip. <laughs> this tequila <laughs> wasted. I haven't heard it. I've not heard it, but by the way. No one's so heard I it. I claim right, so, but I should, I, no, I'm sorry. If anyone should have precedence, it should be me. Right, right, right. <laughs> That's funny. <laughs> I'm feeling like I'm out of the loop here, and frankly, I'm okay with that. I'll uh, we'll we'll, we'll talk about it later. I'll get you up to speed. All right, <laughs> we'll cut this out in post. Don't you worry, guys. <laughs> yeah, no doubt. Uh, right. you want some? So play? yeah. Anyway, this is Hillary Clinton talking about the old insurrection. Let's plow on. See what see what we got. I think everyone listening knows what happened on January 6th when the United States Capitol was attacked by a group of seditionist, insurrectionist traitors. You know, I try to get out if the weather permits to take a long walk every day and I was out walking and I don't look at my phone and I I don't know what's going on in the world. Bullshit. Do I sense a little bit of production work? Uh, all thanks to Phone Boy. Um, if you type in an internet search engine, Phone Boy ringtones, you'll come up with a beautiful page of ringtones. Uh, it's yeah, ever cool. expanding. 
And phone boy in his sandals jogging along there, listening to this shit, will be smiling his ass off. Oh yeah, yeah. And I hope he. I don't is even know how many and happy for the rest of his life because I love that man's bits. I, and I, I don't even know how many phone boy nipple pics I've seen been subjected to. <laughs> let's let's keep going. Hillary, yeah. here we go. Because this is my hate clips in honor of what the boys are doing at the moment with their hate clipping. So I thought I'll hate clip the fuck out of this this thing. I'm sorry for the um, um, curse words there. I, I hope this. this is the this isn't the happy that you promised for the end of the show. <laughs> uh, give me a sec. I gotta get caught back up. So it looks like not our not everything got labeled uh, on my side. Oh yeah, you could just plow for it. Okay, yeah. Quick, quick, plastics. entertain the troops. Just gotta get to my actual da 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 dead air. Fuck that dead air. So this does. This I'm the does best explain. fluffer there is. I can fluff uh, like see, no here other. Here we go. Number three. I here fluff. we go. Sometimes. And I walked back into my house after the attack had started, and my husband had the television on. He said, "You've got to see this." I couldn't believe what I was seeing. I was just shaken and shocked and angry and sad. Fact check false. Wouldn't, why not just say Bill, her husband? <laughs> Interesting. God, I hate that woman. <laughs> this honestly, I only made it through honestly probably less than seven minutes of this. I, I, was, I haven't even made torture. it through two clips. It was torture. <laughs> I, Right. I had to. So, I, yeah. I had to leave and like have a, a calm down moment after just two clips. Just take a deep breath. Woosa. 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 Uh, here's what, uh, what number are we on? Number three? No, number four. Four. The Speaker of the House, Nancy Pelosi. You know, she's someone I've known a long time, worked with over a lot of years. She's incredibly thoughtful, tough, smart, effective. I mean, it's just not an accident that after having literally five kids, she joined politics 30 years ago when she was 50 years old and just ascended because of her character, her smarts, her skills. <laughs> I feel like that's the sound that fucking Nancy Pelosi snatch makes when it opens up. (laughs) (laughs) That's in honor of her um, all of her investments in various pizza shops around the world. Uh, Yeah, it was like, oh yeah, she has kids. She has them. (laughs) I I got nothing more to say. I'm just getting hot under the collar here. Although that could be the temperature in this room. Keep going because the reward is coming. Don't you worry. It's coming. So Speaker Pelosi, thank you for being here. And I as an American, am incredibly grateful for your steadiness and your devotion to our democracy. How are you holding up? Well, first, let me just say I was very much looking forward uh, to being with you. Uh, The kind words that you say I accept on behalf of my House Democratic Caucus colleagues. They've been Mm -hmm. so courageous, so steadfast, so patriotic, so committed. This is a bunch of scumbags. And for, for the people who haven't been listening to No Agenda for a long time and learned to recognize performatives, when somebody says something like, well, I'd just like to say the following, what that, that means exactly what it sounds like it means. It means they want to say that. They don't believe it. They don't mean it, but they want to say it. Yeah. And that's all you're going to get. <laughs> yeah, there we go. Let's plow on. Come on, let's keep, keep these coming. 
Uh, let's see. Here we go. When the really invasion, because that's what it was, the invasion of the Capitol <laughs> happened January the 6th, you were in the middle Dang. of certifying the November election, doing the work <laughs> of democracy, following the Constitution. When did you realize Why start the now? itself had She's been breached by Listen, the mob? Well, we it. were, as you say, we were counting the Electoral College votes to ascertain that Joe Biden and Kamala Harris would be president and vice president of the United States. So it wasn't a coincidence that it happened that day. Mm. It was was. purposeful that it happened that day to prevent us from exercising our constitutional duty to get this done. With two-thirds of the House Republicans voting that the election was not legitimate. And that's really heartbreaking. So anyway, we were having the debate when the security just pulled me off the podium. Sometimes the staff takes me off the podium when they think the Republicans are going to do something obnoxious. And I'm like, no, Mm -hmm. I can handle it. I I can handle it. And they say, no, you have to go. So fast that I even left my phone on the podium. I was using it so I could gauge the time as people were speaking. The parliamentarian tells me the time. But I like to know a little in advance. So I left, up, just pulled me right out. And they said at that point that there was storming right. the Capitol and the security just whisked away. But it was <gasps> stunning. Oh, no. But is now again, they are Did I know protective. And today? I thought, well, okay, oh, yeah, I'll so, go with you because shock. it's your job to make sure that I do. And I don't want to endanger <laughs> anybody else. And no. I'm a target, you know. I don't, so, don't want to endanger so anyone in inciting car, violence. I said, well, where are we going? Oh, like no. to another room. No, oh, we're going to an undisclosed location. Oh, wow. Under but the tunnels. It wasn't about me because I had tunnels, people. about my members. Yeah. And they were traumatized by it. Oh, yeah. Someone <gasps> on the floor, someone <gasps> on the gallery watching because of COVID, we had to have our this distancing. And those up there, they had to go under their seats for a long time. And then they had to like do a belly crawl across <laughs> the gallery so that they could have a safe egress from the chamber because if they had gone out the door they were nearest to they were there they were there and they were out to harm people yes they were that's becoming clearer and clearer every day with the evidence that is being found it's no sweat off my balls (laughs) have you ever had a guest rage quit your show yet not yet. Always a uh, uh, first time for everything. They were nearly there. That was the, that was the, you know no sweat off my balls. But listen, belly crawling and just I mean, come on now, because this is hilarious. Absolutely hilarious. Let's plow on. Uh, here's the number eight. This wasn't only about you. This was about your members, Democrats and Republicans, because I know what her, a her member caring yeah, heart you have, Nancy. Both enough. And just the image of these. Members elected to represent Americans crawling on their bellies to escape the House chamber is just beyond outraging. Why are you all laughing? Shut up. Content. Content. (laughs) Hillary has got it. We need to get her on abs in a six pack. She's a podcaster, guys. Why is she on 2.0 ready? I can assure you for certain that this will never be anyone's on-stream pick. <laughs> uh, yeah. I mean, this is not an audition show, but what we're doing is com- contrast and comparing. So let's just finish it off with whatever's left. Is there anything left? I think that was Please the last God, one. There is. 
Oh, let's play an ISO then because we've got some good ones. Uh, let's let's select the first ISO and it'll give you a clue about what the last show is. Uh, let me get that loaded. We want to know what you're wearing. <laughs> Should we do another ISO? Because they're all classics. Let's do it. If they're still curling, then they are. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> I, I was pulling a bunch of ISOs from that episode, was that, too. <laughs> was that an orgasm? So let's say that if we're going to do this thing properly, we should have an ISO at the end of the show. And I vote that one. That one is my favorite. But let, is there any others? Are there any other ISOs? Uh, we got uh, shirt guarantee. And I guarantee someone else will come. Wait. And I guarantee someone else will come. I, Someone's got to send I this to no agenda. Like we, we, we should have this. That's a, a James Denifer, the you know the beautiful woman, absolute star. If anyone should be president first as a woman, it's this woman. You know, she's she's the one. You pick her. She's she's great president. She's going to do you all very much a good job being president of the nation and i think we should all stand behind her and raise our our, our king of kent and our kingdom of kent and just say that's our that's our woman got my vote dane's for president so any more i says uh we got a laugh <laughs> <laughs> yeah that's a little shorter version. Well, we could, that's a little better for the end of the show, for the end of the show, for end of show mix. All right. And then uh, this is the last one. Hit me with a voicemail. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Pow, pop. <laughs> Sometimes Ooh. I meant to say this in. I'm in the smoker. It's getting smoky in here, people. What are we doing? Oh, no. We're going to finish the show off with a bit of smoker. That's S it. Hog story. Sometimes I wish that voicemail machine was like a computer roboticized version of JCD and it's just a. <laughs> oh yes we should have random jcd like interludes in all the voicemails get on it people come on dude named ben's i mean jeff's i mean you know all the hrc's out there you know what i'm saying and uh now we're on to the actual clips that was the last of the isos yeah let's go let's plow in because these are great oh yeah Thank you for listening to Hog Story. You're welcome. Where I'm sweating all my toxins out. I bet. And putting some more back in. I'll be Fletcher. <laughs> and on today's date, Quebec is celebrating Saint Jean Baptiste Day. I may be in Ontario, but there's no reason why I can't celebrate it either. <laughs> I'm Carolyn Blaney. Oh, mais oui, très bien. I'm uh, Dame Jennifer. Oui, oui. Uh, <laughs> I'm glad I went back a couple of episodes because I almost pulled this one, but Dame, Dame Jennifer was too enticing. I thought maybe somebody would, would have done it, and I was correct. Well, in honor of Dame Jennifer, let's go for the next one. I came to the show um, October-ish of uh, 2010. Cool. Oh yeah. Right on. Nice. I, I think yeah. I started listening. I started listening um, when Obama was running the second time, and they okay. were they were pointing all that the you know all the, the bullshit baloney. out. Yeah. Yeah. I was like, oh, yeah. what? And then they would say these things, and then you know, six weeks later, those things happened. I was like, yeah. what? Are, how do these guys know? Right. And I uh, mm -hmm. I started diving into it and listening to older episodes, 
and uh, stuff they were saying in older episodes had already happened. I was like, okay, all right, these guys got it. I need to yeah. know. They're Started spooks, listening man. all the time. <laughs> hey, if they're hey, if they're spooks, they're still giving out some good info. <laughs> exactly. Spot the spook. Spot the spook. Anybody want to spot? In Jitsi, it's, it's lit with the, the spot, the spook. Oh, yeah. Love is lit. And it's all like, who's the spook? I don't know. There's always a spook in the room. Uh, you know, I think we might have had a spook on one of our shows not too long ago, but I won't uh, I won't be getting into that. <laughs> what, was it Metis? No, 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 no. It's a guy whose initials uh, start with F-E-D. <laughs> so let's get to the next one which is john's two john's everybody which is one minute 28 seconds i understand that the um background behind john super not accurate not the mud flats <laughs> um, that, that's that's clearly an electric european train not the zephyr yeah it's like i know all of these things you do but uh very early on i yeah. i talked to john and um and he was like, so, you know, what's the response? And I said, oh, my God, everyone is complaining about X, Y, and Z and the way you guys look. And I didn't make you old enough. And, da, da, da. and he's like, <laughs> ignore them all. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Yes. 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 <laughs> John gave you the best advice ever. Like, yeah. And, and I ignore think the trolls. And I think Fletcher and I have said this on the show before. Like, don't listen to the critics because otherwise you're, you know, it then you're going to ball up and then not do anything. And it's, and that's, uh, and I'm, and I'm glad uh, just, you know, yeah. John told you that because that's yeah. the best advice. And anybody. Could other good give. advice from another John, John Cleese. So few of the critics really have any idea what they're talking about. And of course they have <laughs> no idea that they have no idea what they're talking about. But yeah. the, the greatest thing ever said about the critics, and it's been true from the very, very beginning, was what Oscar Wilde said, you know. He said they're like eunuchs. They watch it every night, but they can't do it themselves. How's that, eh? How is that for podcasting? I say tippity top. Bravo, bravo. Right, front of house on the A board, we've got this here. We have Hog Story live. All you have to do is pick up a phone and you're through to another bar, webpub.com, people. This I'm coming. feeling like I'm really the odd man out that I didn't bring Hog Story as one of my shows. <laughs> <laughs> hey, man, that's why we uh, that's why we don't uh, have any like pre-discussion. It's, it's in nope. interesting to see what's sitting on top of people's brainwaves. What, what uh, week last to week. show was all about, wasn't it? It was all about that uh, synchronicity, that convergence, that, uh, that that thing that's happening. So um, I don't know what the next one is. I'm trying to look at. Oh yeah, this is good. Now agendas, lives matter, people. One minute, fifteen seconds. The stuff that that politicians pull nowadays. I mean, uh, it, it made Nixon look like the the. You know the, the head of teacher. a yeah, like the head of oh, a, the yeah. PTA or something. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it's, exactly. it's nothing. Yeah, and it's all ridiculous. It's all bullshit. And uh, but that's why that's why the No Agenda show and everybody around it is is super important. That's why I I have strong connections with a lot of these podcasters that are all in this same little Ding. circle. You know. Yeah. Of, um, yeah. Uh, like Darren O'Neill and Sir Bemrose and yep. um, 
all all the guys, Cold Acid and Abel Kirby, and and the guys of Bowl After Bowl, uh, Spencer yeah. and Lorian, beautiful people, and uh, it just it helps where you can like get out and uh, vent some of this bullshit, and then yeah. like what we do here, we just laugh and uh, you know because laughter laughter is good too, where you don't have mm-hmm. to always. Uh, focus on on all this crap because then you'd go insane because what can you do what could what could you know us we're just jamokes down here at the bottom right what can we do mm-hmm. against all that shit fucking what podcast bro yeah, we are the air nation hell yeah mm-hmm. and we're the new world I, I, order the new world I, order new world order and you know? a quick note uh, I, I don't know where that bottle cap sound was coming from, but that, that was me dropping my bottle caps. That was me. That is the ones now that I've drunk down during the that show. That is now this show's version of Adam Curry's bell. Instead of a ding, 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 you get no, you, that, that, drop a bottle cap every time someone makes a good point. That was me giving oh. the three bottle caps out of three bottle caps for the three beers that I've drunk. I threw that one down for that. And I think if we're going to nominate for a best show of the year, Hog Story's right up there for me. Right. Yes, it's definitely in the top 30, I can tell you that. Yeah. And, uh, <laughs> and we got animal pictures sent over to them, guys. Animal pictures, because they love a bit of an animal picture. I, I, I might be the only person who gets that joke. There's there's about 30, 36 shows on the stream. <laughs> okay, so the, I think we're, we're getting through them. And the, yeah. and the next one is yeah. called... Um, Not if you keep repeating them. The next one's called Escape from Chicago, and it's one minute, 19 seconds of your time. I was in downtown Chicago for almost 20 years. Like, mm. thank God I yeah. escaped. Because, mm-hmm. holy mm-hmm. moly, can you imagine living there now? Oh, oh my God. Yeah. Their yeah. life yeah. Like, is like crazy. Yeah. And I, I have yeah. clients who are still there, mm-hmm. and uh, I've hit two Dang. on one particular client. I've hit two in the mouth, and they love it. But we are Dang. all so quiet because it's kind of like um they love their mayor some of the people on this call wow okay yeah i mean you know what yeah it it, it's uh love loving the leader of like if your town or i i i don't know i guess there's there's some some i guess there's a pride to you know it's like oh you know i'm going to be uh I'm going to have pride in my city or pride in my country and, and, you know, love our leader, but I don't know. It's just, yeah. Yeah. But she's I, a nut job. She is yeah. a nut job. And, she and even it's looks hard. like a nut job. I mean, she exactly. does. Yeah. Oh yeah. My gosh. Like, like if you, if you saw her on the street, you probably wouldn't give her, you know, the time day, but much, much less the key to the city. I don't know. Maybe I'm not going to give her some change. <laughs> <laughs> Hope Damn. and change. Hope and change. Yeah. It's, uh, that's all hopium. they're looking for. <laughs> Sell us some, some hopium, people. Sell us some, some hopium. Some hopium and your spare change. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I mean, it's just, is it, not, is it not just such a breath of fresh air and beautiful? The next one's yes. entitled Come, and it's um, it's 54 seconds. I moved to a new city not knowing anybody mm-hmm. except my... Um, ex-husband who was my husband at the time um Ding. you know it it was such a comfort that oh i'm not the only uh person who thinks this way in this town um and so i would encourage anybody if you haven't had a meetup in your town 
just schedule it and schedule it in a place that you would have a nice evening even if nobody came. And I guarantee someone else will come. Well, I can't guarantee it because I, but, uh, you know, it, it, I really thought I might have one other person at that first Mm -hmm. one. And I think I had seven. Oh, nice. That's cool. Well, I mean, if they follow the presidential decree, then they have to come. Joe Biden said, come. (laughs) (laughs) Kamala said, don't come. Uh, I, after after those Hillary and and Pelosi clips, I, I may never come again. <laughs> well, uh, I'll be sure to I'm give you an back. Extra, extra hand. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, um, I couple, couple more. Love this community. I just want oh. you to know that it, I, it, it's it, not a too, community. Thank you very much. It's the a nation. Yes, yes, something like that. <laughs> yeah, I. Uh, I really identify with, uh, I, I kind of uh, identify, I could use a better word, but um, I really get where uh, Jennifer's coming with about being um, like a former Obama bot and just being like totally bought in. And uh, I was the same way with Bernie, um, except the first time that he t- totally just rolled over and took it. I was like, oh, wait a fucking second. <laughs> um, <laughs> but yeah, there's, there's a lot of like... Uh, it's really nice to unplug in such a like a world shaking way and find yourself in a just group of crazy motherfuckers with uh, lots to say and lots of ways to say it. And uh, it's fascinating. It's a great time. Many tools at our disposal. Thanks to the Podfather and man of the year award. Number one you know, or two. I mean, we got, you know, we should, you know, maybe we should do men of the year and just do both of them. Because if we did pick between them, that would be, you know, when you start it and the Academy Awards and all that, we start getting more of an attention than the actual ones. Yeah. We'll do them, do them at the exact same time. <laughs> <laughs> and we'll all turn up on Jitsi in our ball gowns, walking down a red carpet. That's what I envisage. Man, what a mind fuck that would be if I'll we host, were able I to. I will host that in the cock if anyone wants to join me. I will host in the cock. <laughs> I was going to say, like, what if we could do a review show and we convince Adam to come on and, and host it for us? <laughs> I mean, this is all about this is all about getting different people from the community on. And then and we're calling it a community, but the nation and he's part of the nation. He's like the guy that is at the top of the hill that's saying, let's put the archers round to the right so that they can volley more in past and then we'll move the we'll move the, the other things up there and and then the, and John's and John's like no I'm looking at the maps and we have to go around it by boats and then come through the river and up through the sewers and then unlock the gate and, and I was like yeah that is a good plan maybe let's do both at the same time John and he's like oh, we don't have the resources and yeah and I just imagine this because I play a lot of Age of Empires and RTS games I, I, I got to say that metaphor lost me entirely, but it sounded good. <laughs> anyway, next next one. Let's go because it's a long one, but it's the last long one. And then we wind down from there. Very Wearing cool. a smile. That is very important. Yeah. Yeah. I like that. That's that's nice. Too. Yes. I've been yes. wearing a smile this whole time, as a matter of fact. Yeah, me too. It's most excellent. And is that the only thing you're wearing? Oh, <laughs> mm. No, as a matter of fact, it is extremely hot uh, down here in East Texas. In Texas so um, 
I am not wearing pants myself. I'm wearing what is uh, referred to on the package as an A-shirt. Some people, like Eminem, might refer to it as a wife beater. Um, oh. And that's it. Rare. No Fair socks, enough. no shoes, no service. <laughs> Yikes. <laughs> and a I, smile. Oh, very <laughs> nice. Excellent. Excellent. Well, that's lovely. And it, it's, I, oh, sorry, go ahead. I, I have to wear clothes. If I wasn't wear, living with anybody, there'd be no clothes. But um, I'm just wearing mm-hmm. a, yeah. Mm. Oh, yeah. Yeah, so I'm just wearing my, my t- a T-shirt and some tights and my moccasins. Yeah. <laughs> Carolyn, the loin whisperer. <laughs> Woo! Woo! <laughs> I uh, I don't want to put the cart before the horse, but I might or may not be in conversations with Fletcher about figuring out how we can how I can screen print some loin whisperer designs <laughs> and put them on aprons. Oh yeah, NA shop everybody. Let's go over there and give them some love. Let's start wearing the t-shirts like Carolyn does every time she goes on Jitsi. She's wearing one. Oh nice, <laughs> yeah, of course. I'm just going to slowly replace all my wardrobe with just um, just exclusively NA shop. And anyone so asks me, where'd I'm, you get clothes? I go NA shop.com. I'm going to have to go pretty soon. Uh, got to start up no agenda, but uh, I just wanted to, the last thing I wanted to say is uh, the, the uh, NA nation as, as you renamed it um, <laughs> um, is uh, the cock decrees uh, is, everybody. <laughs> I, I, the, it, it's always been uh, an incredible group, uh, a community of people, uh, you know, the troll room and then no agenda social Mastodon and uh, Jitsi. I, I don't spend nearly enough time on Jitsi, but uh, everything about it is so supportive, especially when the world is crumbling around us and all we can do is look at each other and, and kind of laugh nervously. Uh, but cuddle. Yeah. The, the, the big thing that I think has made this nation explode is when when i first started we had uh we had you know things i could put on the stream i had like no agenda and dh unplugged and rhino the bearded and congressional dish and that was that was i mean i had maybe eight hours on a loop of podcasts and so if you listen to the stream for one day then the next day you come back it was exactly the same episodes because they were and it was Mm. really hard to keep and now, uh, you know, our playlist is usually in the neighborhood of 30 hours or, nice. or more. So you're always going to find something new, which is awesome. But the thing that blows me away is not just that there's a lot of things playing on the stream now. It's that so many of them are podcasts that would not exist if it weren't for the nation provoking people into <laughs> creating new podcasts. <laughs> with, We've got so many podcasts that would not exist, but for this community, Grumpy Old Ben's for sure. Hog Story would not exist. Nick the Rat came out of this community. Uh, You know, your your show, both of your shows, uh, uh, AI dot cooking, everything from the Uh, cock, the whole cock. Yeah, it uh, that 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 show with that guy from the mini apocalypse. Everything. I, it's, all it's all coming, guys. Don't I mean, I, I look forward. There will be a time when uh, every single show that gets put on the No Agenda stream will be from somebody who is uh, a, an active member of the N Nation. We're there not there yet, but we're getting closer. Oh, uh, we're working and on it. Especially with, with things like Hog Story, where they put out six episodes a week, or 
or, or Darren O'Neill, who Guys, I don't look, think he ever stopped got, streaming. Yeah, we got, just, we, we got we got uh, figures. I go back right. He's back with his family. Dave is with in the arms of his family. Oh yeah, I remember Bull after Bull talking just, about that. You know, so that's just just everything's everything's looking up for us. I can promise you that. And so let's just play us out with the last two clips, some music, and then a nice ISO, and we'll fix it in post. But it's been great having y'all. Let's go listen to No Agenda and enjoy our day. Sounds good. Uh, real quick, Bimrose, do you have to uh, book it now or right at 11? Uh, yeah, it'll be like five minutes before. Okay, here we go. When, when, about when the fat lady starts playing. Gotcha. All right, we'll we'll uh, we'll do it to it. We're all a woke culture right now. Yeah, it's it's. Uh, I guess it's a different world now, and they got to... You know, do, it's our do world, what they got to do. It's our new world um, order. But I guess it's a new game. It's a new game yeah. that everybody's playing. And it's oh, it's yeah. not about um, whether or not you're uh, participating. You fit the role or you play the play the best part. You know, you have to actually physically be that be that person. Yeah. Right. Yeah. 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 I mean, that that is unfortunate that I mean, because what a great character is so funny. And mm-hmm. yeah. If you're getting offended at a cartoon, Simpsons, by the way, what guys, is wrong I with you? From the Simpsons. Right? <laughs> it's, yeah, it's a drawing that is animated. Yeah. Right. And it's meant to push buttons. I mean, yeah, it's the whole point. She does really good work. Apu from the Simpsons. They're talking about Apu from the Simpsons getting cancelled. Let's do the next one. I grew up fucking watching like Marx Brothers, Three Stooges, like... Uh, like comedy like i just i just love comedy and um that was just so cool that uh dvorak would say that i should i should do yeah i should emulate and then it and then it went in the same pile as the vinegar book uh yeah well maybe if we can it's a good company with a vinegar book maybe if we can find a writer out there uh we could do our own radio show for the no agenda stream there's the train okay, too. the train yeah canadian pacific everybody i can't see it from my house there's a there's too many trees in the way past as they're talking about the morning show a train goes past as they're talking about the morning show i think that's just meant to be that's that's kismet that's but, like the spirit of john just his, his animal spirit going past you know it's just crazy the, the train is an important part of hog story that's that's for sure and you know they're 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 a co-host that so seldom gets credited. Nature Mike. Oh yeah. <laughs> yeah. Such a beautiful thing. But we should find a writer for that show. I think we found a writer. I write that stuff. I don't mind doing spending my time doing that. That'd be hilarious. Fucking I gotta, Carolyn on the weather with the ninety nines. There's climate change. In the I gotta get I on. Uh, I gotta get on Jitsi with you more. Um, I'm not so much a self-professed writer, but I like uh, I like coming up with stuff. I like I like clever names. Um, hey. Yeah. If you need a self-professed ranter, I'm your man. <laughs> there you go. We, we, you're all going to come back in the uh, extended cult universe to save the King of Kent time after time as he obliviously goes through life, creating Kexit, being saved by the, the one timeline that actually worked whilst the big bad beige race from the other timeline comes back to try and kill him. But there's always someone there, like a, a grumpy old Ben or a blooming uh, dude named Jeff or anyone, anyone, everywhere. You know, there's, there's so many in the Air Nation. We're ever growing. We can take down the Marvel universe. We take down the DC universe. We're, we're, we're legends. And our kids <laughs> are going to lo- love us for it. They, There's a series in there somewhere. Love us. 
They well, love us. They're going to absolutely love us. Speaking of legends, I'd like to thank Sir Bemrose for coming along today's episode. Uh, for sure. That was super fun, super meta, fucked with my head a little bit. What more could mm. I want? Uh, then then my, my job here is done. Hell yeah. Let's get some play out music going and check out some No Agenda. Let's do it. I've been uh, Booberry, as always, Mothman and the Miniocalypse, sitting here One podcasting my life away, and I love it. Love is lit. Hey. Dang. Loveislit.com, everyone. Griff the Cock from the Extended Cock Universe, inviting you all in to the Air Nation. And from America's very warm left coast, I've been Ryan Bimrose. See y'all next time.